Keep the engine going, keep the kettle boiling. Okay, boys, boiling. that's three. You know, we always know their second half better than our first. We always knew that as the game progressed, we were going to get better. Fresh legs. We've done the work, haven't we? Yeah, and we've done it together. We're going to climb the mountain one more time, yeah, boys. Enjoy it. Climb the mountain one more time. Carry pay the price, other. pay the price. We'll take whatever they want to dish up. Yeah. We'll Pocket take mate. the wax in the head. We don't care. Over there's where it matters. Three gone, boys. One to go. Three gone, one to go. Let's climb the mountain again, eh? Come on. Quarter by quarter, ball by ball. A game of footy's like building a house, isn't it? Brick by brick. A game of footy's won a contest at a time. And that's how we've done it so far, and that's how we're going to do it again this quarter. Right? Remember the marathon runner? The whistle went, he runs, doesn't he? And he runs and he's focused and he keeps running. And when it gets hard, he pushes through it. And he pushes through it. When he gets to the winning line, he faints because he's that rooted. That's what we're going to do. Right? Like the boxer. We fight one more round. We get knocked down, we get up. We fight one more round. And I'll tell you something else, boys. We've got them on the ropes. So we're going to knock them out. Fucking Come on. Right, get in here. Come on. Come on. Come on. I don't know if anybody saw the Olympics fucking... Somewhere in the 80s, there was this chick that did this fucking marathon. And she fucking... Fair enough, she'd come fucking 10th or 20th or something like that, but that's not important. The poor bitch was fucking running. She actually fucking crawled to the fucking line. She didn't fucking give up. She fucking pushed herself, she pushed herself, she pushed herself to near fucking exhaustion. That's what I'm asking out of you, blokes, is to push yourself right to the final hoover and take this fucking prize away from these cats. They don't deserve it. We fucking do. And there's fucking Evening at the Sydney Cricket Ground. One race shot under pressure. This is where goal. The best kind of goal. What a legend. What a champion. Welcome to Maybe Daily. I'm Sonny Martin. He's Mason Termain. You're you. We're us. Let's keep trucking ahead here. We've had our three-quarter time spray, and we are ready to celebrate the run to the final siren. It's the last quarter, Maso. Time to talk about celebrations or dealing with defeat. There are two sides to every coin. We're here to talk post-game this ep, Mace. But firstly, we're sponsored, as always, by Mint Sports. The goddamn best. Just stop being so great, Mint Sports. Let us pray, Mace. Let us pray. Let us pray that Poss's Dunlop volleys hold up on his run around Pasco Vale. <laughs> let us pray that Broad's front door holds up on the walk home from the G. And let us pray that Jake doesn't neck on with his sister. That's <laughs> In the name weird, of? Jake. In the name of Jerry's, Jerry's parole, parole officer. officer. Broad's locksmith. locksmith. Simo's sat-nav. Where is that house party, Simon? I don't think it existed. And, and the, the safety, safety of, of orbs. orbs. Hey, where's orbs? Watch out, orbs. <laughs> You're going to get chinned. Ah, uh, pen. pen. Okay, so this quarter we're talking post-game, mm. mate. Sure. The reason I want to talk about this with everyone is 
I honestly don't know which way this could go for me. I'll either, depending on the way the game pans out and my emotions and exhaustion, I feel like I'm either going to go home and pass out immediately or I'm going to go on a bender for four days, wake up in the desert with a new haircut and a limp. But I don't know. I just don't. It's harder to pick than the result. It's harder to pick than a bloody broken nose unless you're nostril damas. So what did you do after the game when you won it? I'd say you jettisoned those six snag rolls somehow, but... Well, yeah, I went straight to the toilet, and then after the toilet... Feel free to skip that, yep. I was planning to <laughs> I was planning to go to Swan Street, but the news was coming in thick and fast on the phone mm. that Swan Street was turning into basically the LA riots. Yeah, You yeah. could not get a beer down there, so I decided to meet up with the man who got me, great friend Simmer, who got me the ticket in the MCC upstairs in the bar. Yes. And wasn't it a great call? It was going off in there. Stay in the members. It was awesome, man. They had like a classic guy playing acoustic guitar, just playing all the Triple M hits. The Stool Tappers. Picking up the pieces. Stool Tappers. Oh, yeah. Heaps of Diesel, Johnny Diesel. It was awesome. And then just a pure, just classic bar in there, just a stadium bar. Mm. But it was good vibes in there. Richmond fans everywhere. We had our own little corner. It was fucking mint. And they kept it open late. I think they do it later on Grand Final night. They kept it open to about 10.30. Oh, that's great. Unreal. I was so happy that I did it. It was one of the great moments of the whole day, really. I'm hoping you could do that. Well, so am I. But what I'm going to have to do, because great friend of the pod, Jez, who's secured me that member's ticket, I'll obviously have to go in with shoes. So I'm going to take my thongs with me and then I'll just, once I'm in, I'll go around to where I'm going to stand, take the shoes off and put the thongs on. But I'll have to keep the shoes in case I want to go back in and have a few jars. That's very good. That's brilliant. Mate, I don't want to waste too much time because we have some absolutely cracking stories here from what people did post-game because I think the emotion just overwhelms people and they either go home to bed or they go home and do something stupid. As we will hear, they do some very strange, strange things. So let's hear from the Fizzing fans, (laughs) see how I should approach the post-game. Let's kick off with your brother, shall we? And when I say kick off, I mean that quite literally. (laughs) Let's hear it. We all basically left the ground, and you're just buzzing, mate. You're just buzzing. You just like leave the ground. You buy one of those one of those posters to try and remember it. And just mm. like fold it up in your back pocket. And you just ruin it as soon as you get it. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me one of those posters of fifty bucks, and you fold it up, put it in your back pocket, and it's just fucked forever. <laughs> um, and you're walking through, so everyone's like grabbing each other, like hugging each other. And Tyson's like, guys, back to my place because you could kind of get to his house quick. Yeah, this is this is my of... issue. Tyson from day one has wanted you to go to his joint. Tyson's yeah. David Koresh, mate. Something's amiss with Tyson, I reckon. Hey, but you know what the best thing was? He got back there. That you lived to down. tell the tale. You know what he said? Got us all sitting down in his courtyard. We're all sitting there. I'll never forget this. And he stopped everyone. He goes, guys, just take a breath. And he goes, Here, everyone got a beer? And he's looking around. Everyone's got a beer. He goes, all right, guys, now just soak this in. Soak it in. <laughs> and we're all just like going, yeah, yeah. Like we just got back from like a Vietnam, Vietnam. fucking, yeah. fucking flashback. Yeah, like a mission. <laughs> you know what's weird though, like... bro? You know what's weird is that if that was any other situation, even if it was your mate, let alone some stranger called Tyson, making sure you all shut up and said soak it in, you'd be like, okay, mate, weirdo. I guarantee you, and you can tell me, but in that moment, you would have been like, yeah, soak it in. How good. I absolutely soaked it in. 
And he was just like, and his thing was like, there's going to be so much noise now. He goes, just take this moment of quiet time to just like soak it in. At, at that point when Dave, one of the guys we've been with all day, turns around and goes, guys, because I haven't told you this, but I own a bar in Hawthorne and I've called ahead and there's a keg waiting for us with our names written on it at the side of the bar. We're all going there right now. I don't want to play poker against Dave. He spent all day with you. You've won the flag. You're all strangers. And then he's dropped a bomb on you at seven at night. By the way, own a pub, free piss. Come on in. Yeah, lose. He was going to go and probably drink the whole thing by himself. <laughs> or he was waiting for one of you to leave. He's like, none of these pricks are leaving. I'm going to have to invite nah. this brother's bloke. Nah, we went back to his bar in Hawthorne. Basically, just, just tied one on. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unreal. Yeah. That's 2008. That's a victory story. Let's, Correct. Let's Correct. flash forward to 2012, so, where you had a loss. What was that experience like? Oh, yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good, especially because we felt that we were the best team all year that year. Absolutely. <laughs> Left the game uh, not entirely happy with what had happened. How would you rate that as an understatement? Adolf, not entirely happy with the Jesuit community. Brothers, not entirely happy with the result at the G. I'm tipping you didn't go back and drink a keg at someone's pub then. No. I sheepishly made my way home. Uh, I got to the front door of our uh, this uh, <laughs> house that my partner and I had. It's like a converted warehouse, like a door at the bottom, multiple level kind of thing. And uh, I, didn't, I couldn't find my key. So I um, did what anyone would do and just took four steps back and just Chuck Norris at the door straight off the hinge. So you haven't broken stride from the G... You've gone back and just kicked the door off its hinges. Yep, and then uh, went straight to bed. And, what, um, with the door open, like gone, off the hinges? Yeah, gone, absolutely gone. And how did that go down the next morning when there was a bit of a draft in the house? Oh, yeah, you know, it, was, it wasn't good. That's footy. It's just what you do, isn't it? Part of the journey, mate. Mate, the yin and yang of footy grand finals. Oh eight, you get a ticket out of nowhere, you get free piss all night. Twenty twelve. Yeah. Ah, Damo, we'll be laughing with Gavin Damo, don't you worry about that. They'll be charging for this in years to come. We'll win this. Cheers, lose, don't break stride, kick the door off the hinges. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I felt better I felt better anyway. I felt a lot better after that, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's part of the problem. I didn't want to disappoint you with what I did, sort of did afterwards. But, like, I wanted to be, so, you know, enough alcohol to calm the nerves, mm. but also not too drunk that, A, I didn't remember it, and B, needed to pee every five seconds yes. with three kids, right? So, yep. you know, needing to pee all the time. So I feel like I timed that quite perfectly, and I paced myself during the day. So I definitely had my um, buzz on. But then we stayed at the ground quite late afterwards. Like we, we mm. threw all the players, we got down the front, saw the players come around, saw the cup come around. Oh, um, awesome. And then, awesome. Uh, oh, like just like, it was honestly funny. The most, it just felt so surreal. Like I was just like thinking before we got on, like the very first grand final I remember is the 89 grand final. Now, I don't know if you know, but I don't come from a sporting family. Like my dad's not into sport. I've got sisters, I've got no brothers, but I like, like my love for Geelong, 89 grand final and, and what a grand final. Then to see all those losses during the 90s mm. and then to be in London when we won 07, 9 and 11. And so then just to actually get there, you oh. know, what I never thought I would, I thought our window was done. And just, it was the most surreal feeling just being there. So I remember being at the G... 2015 it would have been when we won the Cricket World Cup and everyone, it finished and everyone was like, cool, let's go. And I was like, are you 
fucking kidding? I'm not leaving until they kick me out. Like, how many times do you get to go to the rope and see us with the trophy? Like, if Brisbane win this Saturday, they will have to taser me out of the G. All I remember is that it was dark when we left because, yeah, you don't want the feeling – you don't want the day to end. You know, like, once you leave the ground, it's not that that's it, but do you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. it is in part. The game's over, like, once you walk out of, walk out of there. So, Reality. yeah, absolutely stay and just watch them and – and, and soak, soak it all up. You obviously would have been up and about when you won it. What did you do post-game? We snuck around for a fair bit at the crowd, uh, even though the bars were shut, just to sort of soak up that atmosphere of everyone there being involved and engaged in the situation. That was pretty cool, the players running around and stuff. After that, straight back to the pub and whipped a few in, and I actually ran into the uh, guy who got me into being a Geelong supporter back in the day up in Brisbane. He was... Huh at the same pub and we just started having a few beers and a chat and it was quite bizarre that the the guy that got me into it through getting sent videos from his auntie in Ballarat in the um, 80s of Geelong playing was also at the pub. That's how you became a fan and you just through pure happenstance and chance and serendipity you bumped into him. Yeah, he came over and said, Teddy, is that you? And I was like taken back. You thought, oh shit, I owe this bloke money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, putting a name to the face. And, yeah, we played heaps of junior footy together, um, basically. That's unreal. So we spent every Saturday just sort of at each other's houses watching VHSs of the long games back in the day. Mate, I'm tipping you thanked him. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, proceeded to get right on it. Ended up at a house party that I didn't know anyone. Yeah. Quickly left that house party a few hours later to go down the road and do a transaction and sure. couldn't find my way back to the house party because I was so blind. So <laughs> I sort of wandered the streets of Richmond for another hour or so trying to find this house party and then pulled the pin and went home. They probably turned all the lights out when you left. Don't let that bloke back in. It was surprising. I couldn't find this house party, but I could find my home. I was like, well, it can't be that bad. Yeah. Sometimes you wish it was the other way around. I definitely did. <laughs> the 09 loss. Went to the retreat afterwards and drowned my sorrows in 10 pint glasses in the front bar. <laughs> like a usual Saturday in 2009, mate. Nothing different. Yeah. Well, that time I lived around the corner at the time and there was no way I was going to a bar in the city to see some fucking Geelong flog drinking and carrying on. So I was like, <laughs> I'll go down. I'll go back to Brunswick where no one cares about footy. Were you planning on doing anything post-game? Did you go, go straight to bed? Did you go have a beer? Like, what happened? North lost. Uh, we were leaving, and uh, we'd had quite a few by six o'clock, <laughs> and there was a fight. And Jerry thought he'd better break it up and help the coppers. Outside there was no, a fight. Outside it was inside. In the gym. Yeah, yeah, in the den. You know, there was, as we were leaving, I said, "Jerry, stay away. No, no, I'm going to go and help the police officer." <laughs> Jerry tells a very different story, by the <laughs> way. <laughs> Two sides to every coin here, Foss. So I went home and I had a sleep. I forgot about the game because you've got to forget about yes, losing. Yes. And the next morning about 7 o'clock I get a call on the phone because we no mobiles in those days Yeah. Uh, from the police and they have Jerry in custody. <laughs> and would I come and get him out from the city, city jail? You're the one <laughs> phone call? Yeah. Wow. So I actually forgot about North losing, which was a great thing. 95... Yeah, I think we just got in the car and drove laps of Ligon Street with the flag out the sunroof. In fairness, that's what you do most Thursday Arvos, isn't it? Just go get a pizza de action <laughs> down Ligon. Coming from back in the country, did did dodgy Uncle <laughs> drive you back if your dad dropped you off? No, there was no physical involvement of him on the day. It was just 
I don't know, the thick kids got dropped off somewhere and we picked them up and oh, away you go. So what, just you and your brother? Yeah, yeah, just oh, me and my brother, yeah. That's pretty cool. You got to go to the grand final win with your brother as teens. That's awesome. Yeah, so I guess that's maybe one of the unusual elements to it is that it was two unaccompanied minors at the grand final. Are you making a statement for the cops? Like, it's a really lovely thing that two brothers got to go to a granny and you're like, if I check my notes, they were unaccompanied minors. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the game, we absconded in an easterly direction. <laughs> the old left leg, right leg, familiar pattern of walking. That's it. Uh, I think we were hatless. I uh, repeat, hatless. <laughs> we had like the flag out the sunroof. Mum's like, ah, oh, I've got that flag just behind the door here. And she just <laughs> literally went into the other room and pulled out the flag. I was like, what? Have you had that in behind the door for like 20 fucking five years? So like Ray Finkel's mum just keeping the bed exactly the same as when he lost the Super Bowl. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Yeah, like, now you've held on to it this long, you better fucking keep holding on to it. One in 2011... Uh, pilgrimage up to, to Smith Street and high-fiving and hugging and kissing every human that you see on the way up there and into the wee small hours. Uh, I can't even remember what bar we're at. Like, it was chaos around the Grace Darling. Yep. Um, but we found a bar there and, and just sat there grinning like dickheads for seven, eight hours. What did you do immediately afterwards and how did that feel? After that, I walk out and I get about 20 text messages from my... Collingwood mates, text messages and voice messages paying out on me telling me how shit my footy club was. I just never get that. I never really nah. get the whole burning out someone else's candle to make yours burn brighter. Like, mate, oh, you've won. Just, just go and enjoy yeah. yourself. I, and I, they were doing it for fun, but yeah, my one fun. mate, uh, Orba, he just went too far, so I just started texting him like, where the fuck are you? I was going to go and belt him. Like, <laughs> I was so angry with him. I was like... I was texting him, and then I was texting other mates going, where the fuck is Orbs? Like, someone's got to tell me. Like, where was, is Orbs? If I had got a hold of him, I would have belted him. And that's one of my, like, best mates since, I don't know, under 16s. Finals do funny things, mate. Funny things. Yeah. i tell you what, I like that earlier you, you basically said, I couldn't go to the city in case some Geelong flog was there. And then you said you wanted to whack one of your best mates. But somewhere in between that you said, now I'm not the type of guy to have a go at other people. No, no, I don't start. I never, I never, I'm, I'm never the instigator, yeah, Sonny. Right. Mate. You just finish it. I'm all, yeah, I'm always, uh, you Tell know, to the judge. like you. I've never given someone shit when their team loses. I just don't get it. Unless you're an Essendon supporter and then you fucking deserve it every day. Let's run through 2018 briefly. Stay to the final siren. As soon as the siren went up, out, home, Beatles, vodka. <laughs> White album, bath. Scatter the rose petals, no, put away the sharp blades, butter up the beams, take off the shoelaces, crank the Enya. Yep, yep. Well, I had to go home to my wife and uh, young son, Patrick, who would have been um, four or five months. His first grand final loss. That's right. Get used to it, Pat. <laughs> uh, look, I, I would have gone for a run. Really? Yeah. Post granny, you would have gone for a run. Yeah. What was the well, bottle closing in five minutes? I'd Where already had running? enough to drink, and by the time I got home on the, on the train to Pasco Vale, you sort of considering you going, what am I going to do? And I I just went out for a run <laughs> straight away, <laughs> and came back in an hour later. <laughs> I've got it on good authority. This in '78, you didn't have any runners. You didn't have any sneakers. No, we what had are you the. Um, what are the, the famous uh, $20 runners? Oh, volleys? 
Yeah, 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 yeah Dunlop yeah, Volleys. Uh, Mate, that's an omen because I've got a ticket in the members and you need shoes and I don't own shoes, but the only pair I have is an old pair of volleys, so I'm going to take my thongs with me in the back pocket, wear the volleys in and then scarper off out of the members and put the thongs oh, on. Oh, look, those members are my age and older and they'll see the volleys. Polish them up, though. Oh, put yeah, a bit of amateur. put a bit of uh, white on. Don't have them like. Or get the toothbrush out your. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we lived in volleys. That's yeah. there was nothing else. Riff Tyler's dream, the volleys. Yeah, and they were twenty dollars then, and they're twenty dollars now. Yeah, you get ripped <laughs> off back then. It was only five bucks and a few beers for a ticket. You weren't anywhere near that bloke. They're playing four yards from him, and he's a good lead, and it comes out from the bloody back line very well. Keith, you've done a typical bloody. Thing. The ball's gone over. Oh, I couldn't come back near me. You could have run and intercepted that first goal or second goal, what it was, and you probably don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? That's bloody right. I don't know about you guys. Like, if I see one bloke walk out of here, getting a pat on the back from people out there for a good effort, I'll spill up. There's some yarns in there. Jesus. How's Post just going for a run? <laughs> It is unbelievable, the stuff. Yeah, just going to go for a jog. I've had a skinful and we lost the granny. Cheers. Won't be doing that. Oh, American psycho much? He's running away from Wado who wants to knock him out. <laughs> what the hell? It's crazy. Mate, we've got to thank the myriad legends who cut away their time during this week to placate this moronic footy fan and the yes. fizz that was going. And thank you, guys. We love you here at Mint Sports, so always remember that, guys. We love it's you. It's just a little safety net of unconditional support that allows you to traverse life's wobbly little high wire with gusto thanks especially to jezza i don't know what i'm talking about oh, i will not man. let you down mate i won't lose your ticket and i'll have a great day so happy grand final day to everyone enjoy the day yeah. be what kind day. to each other starting to yeah. sound like the end of jerry springer here and each other and mace <laughs> i want you to know one thing before we go tell me i want you to know i love you and i want you to stay mint my friend go the bears i want you to i want uh, i love you stay mint Fuck, that's an omen. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shake the eight ball. Will I be able to speak? Signs say bleh. <laughs> <laughs>
that would mean we get up this weekend. Yeah, totally. I think I already data ticket, so, you know, hopefully it's next year or the one after. Mate, thanks so much for cutting away for that. I really, really appreciate it. Love you. Stay mint. That's all right. And uh, I hope the Saints get back there one day and you can find orbs and chin him. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it, mate. Thank you so much for everything. Love you. No worries. Stay mint. Love you and enjoy the week. Enjoy the week. Thanks, Rach. Good on you. All right. All right, see you, Sonny. Bye, Bye, mate. Bye. Bye. Yeah, it can't come quick enough, and it's only a couple of days away. So I, I thank you for your time, brothers. Uh, I look forward to hearing more from you with Nuffy Corner in the seasons to come on Maybe Daily. You're oh, a yeah. great friend of the pod. I can't thank you enough for getting me the ticket, mate. I honestly honestly don't know where I'd be without that, so I really do appreciate it. And um... All good, mate. Like I said, you would have done it for me. Have a good day, and so the bonds get up, eh? Fuck Oath, mate. And I appreciate your time today. I love you. Stay mint. Yeah. Love you too, mate. Take it easy. Have a good night, brother. See you, man. Thanks for that, Buckets. No worries. Love you, Buckets. Stay mint, mate. Oath still on the air? <laughs> <laughs> you just like saying on the air? <laughs> no, mate. I've dumped you. I hit the cough button. No worries. In, in case you need another grab of it, it was uh, an ex-dodgy uncle got me and my brother a ticket. There you go. People used to say to me, how did your three kids barrack for North? You know, we, we gave them the independent right. I said, no, there's no right. <laughs> no. They didn't have any right. And look, if they wanted to go to the football and they didn't barrack for North, well, bad luck. You don't go to the football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poss, there's, there's not a better note to end on. I can't thank you enough for having me in your house. And I can't thank you enough for letting me stay here for the next few weeks, mate. I really... <laughs> Really appreciate it. So thank you very much and oh, enjoy you, your grand final. And if North ever make it again, mate, we'll um, we'll have to make sure we bullshit someone in order to get you a ticket. Uh, by that stage, though, I might be in a wheelchair. <laughs> hey, free seat. You don't have to worry about standing room. Think on the positives. What are you doing in that seat? Oh, sorry, mate. <laughs> you kind of have to. All right, boss. Thank you so much, mate. I'll, uh, I'll see you soon. I love you. Stay mint. All right. Well done. So, I appreciate your time. I'm going to have to end it here because I'm in real, real strife. I'm not sleeping for the next few nights. Don't take it too seriously. Don't kick the door in. Don't kick the door in, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Try as